At Delta, we know Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, 8C is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. Stafford ready calls for the snap. Here comes the rush. He throws right side alone. It's Puka to the end zone. A walk-off winner. Nakua Matata. It means no worries. That's just one of the many highlights generated this past season by our next guest. Puka Nakua, one of the finalists for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Record setter. Incredible. Breaking a record that dated back to 1961. I mean, incredible. And fat and chubby. That's where <laughs> yeah. I want to start. Fat and chubby. What are you talking about? What, that, you going to insult the guy? That's, oh. how, that's what his name means. That was incredible. I just have learned this recently. That's, that's funny. Yeah, exactly. So, so give everybody the back because now everybody's like, wait, you're calling this guy fat and chubby? Yeah. My, so, my yeah. grandma gave me that nickname in Samoan. Uh, Puka, that's what Puka means is fat and chubby. And as the, the little baby, I was the bodyguard at the, <laughs> for all, the, all the, the preschool kids and stuff like that. That's what I got named because I was walking around like a tank. <laughs> oh my gosh, so you were the chubby kid and then when did it all start to like fall off and you became Mr. Athlete guy? <laughs> I, like my freshman year, I think I hit six foot just before like everybody else did and I was like, oh, I'm kind of tall and my, everybody's like, my head was a little bit bigger and I was like, <laughs> you had a grow your head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I, I had a similar thing actually, I had a big head too. <laughs> when did you know that you had a particular talent to catch things? Uh, uh, I don't think it, it, be, it was... Uh, Oh, yeah, it was something I had to work on. Catching the ball was actually one of my least. Uh, my I wasn't good at it. You first. Yeah, I wasn't. It. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. natural for me. What'd so. you do to get better at it? Uh, playing basketball, catching tennis balls and the golf balls. Like while we were doing training, just catching different sizes because I was like really trying to go watch it all the way in the hand. And then I realized I was like, man, I needed forearm grip and grip strength to be able to secure it because I mean, not every ball is going to hit you as thick in the palm as you want it to. So being able to really clamp down as soon as you get it. What's the hardest part of it? Is it looking it all the way in? Or something else? Yeah, looking it all the way in because especially with. Matthew Stafford out there. The ball spins perfectly every single time. So I'm like, oh, I know exactly where it's going to be. And I'm turning my head and then I, I missed it. The, the ball's going 7,000 miles per hour and it hit me right in my middle of the chest and I dropped it. I'm like, I'm so sorry, Matthew. Well, you're on, like, talk about Stafford because I, I think a lot of the public only here recently has realized how great his arm is and all the different sides. Like, were you blown away when you first saw Matt Stafford throw the ball in person? For the first time was like during, before OTAs, I got invited just to throw routes on air. And right. Like, I don't think a single ball hit the ground unless a receiver had dropped it. Like yeah. He took that much pride in throwing the ball, and then every single ball was spinning like it was perfect a, spiral. A perfect spiral yeah. every single time. Right. A, a play action, a, a deep setup, a quick drop back, like every single one was just perfect as it could be. And I was like, wow, I think I could catch the ball really easy. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it made it so nice. <laughs> did, your, did your family enjoy all the play on words with your name this year? Right, Because like, I feel like sometimes like when we first started like kind of like, you know, Hakuna Matata and all that stuff. You're like, I don't know. Are we being disrespectful to this guy, or is this like cool to do? Right? I think yeah, like, we I all know. kind of crossed into it my brain. It never stops you, though. It doesn't stop because then other people started to do it. And you're like, well, I guess it's okay. Yeah. Right? Everybody started tagging along. The Nakua Matata one, I think, was the one that my family jumped on. They were like, wow, we really like that. One. Like we're going to go one? with that okay, one. Okay, good, yeah. good. So they weren't. It, it encompasses everybody. That's all. Yeah. Good, good. We yeah, got a lot like of it. important things to talk about, but one of the most important is something that you pointed out just before we got started. 
Can't hide money. Oh, there it is. Look at that. Look, look at, that. at that. Tell look us about the chain. Bling bling yeah, right I, there. I just secured my first new chain. Shout out to Aaron Donald. The Mo Diamonds. Uh, man, it's sweet. I'm Aaron Donald's the the goat, uh, a leader on our team, he and someone I got to hang out with, and uh, it was uh, a huge blessing to get this. And number seventeen, I don't think I can change the number now. He might. No, be you're stuck. <laughs> you're stuck. Well, and like Shoei Otani's wearing your jersey no, now. You're really yeah, stuck. Yeah, like, seventeen. You have no seven. choice. <laughs> and like that chain for Aaron Donald, that's like the chain that hangs on his chain. That's not even anything. For no, him. yeah, this might be his uh, his anklet. Actually. His anklet, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So you know, I do draft evals and all this stuff, right? Uh, watched you at BYU. You're a fifth-round pick, right? I liked your tape and everything. Like, what did I miss? What did we all miss, right, in, in your opinion? And, 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 and off of that, did you change when you got to the NFL as far as, like, shedding weight, getting faster, anything like that? But what did we all miss? Um... I guess it's something that doesn't get a uh, like. It's not lined up on the combine. It's, uh, I lo- I love the just passion. I think that's the number one thing. I I I try to make sure that it's it, you can try to see it through the tape. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I guess yeah. Nothing. I didn't change. I actually got heavier from when I from the combine to going into the Rams. I got, so you put some I, little I, I weight some, on. I put some weight on. So right. Big, I didn't realize how uh, involved I would be in the run game, and then try, trying to run through some of these guys who are a lot bigger. Fred Warner as another BYU guy. Like that guy's not easy to get hit by. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you there. All right, so so you just feel like it was one of those where people didn't maybe I think I undervalued your size in general. I don't know if I really realized you were this big. It, and then your speed is I think what shocked all of us. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, I knew you're route running and you're fearless over the middle, but I didn't see a ton of, like, BYU, I catch the ball and go 70 yeah, yards and, up the middle. Yeah, 100%. And this year you're doing it like uh, like it's nothing, almost weekly. Yeah, I guess uh, being uh, being super competitive, I, I grew up with a lot of brothers, and then just being in that facility, I think of all the guys I got to go against it, just in our, our Rams camp and stuff yeah. like that and how much that understanding the offense and, like, where's the ability I can really run full speed. Right. You know, in the game of football, Every route I run is not at 100%. Yeah, I'm not running full speed. So and, finding right. that, that the, the controlled balance and speed to really allow, them, I, I think, my acceleration is to take off. Yeah, How did your you. body feel when the season finally ended? Because we saw you play through a lot. There was one game where you're walking off like this and you came back and played later in the game. We were amazed by that. How do you feel when you get to the end of the season? Uh, like old, like I aged 25 years. Exactly. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a really long year, and then those 18 weeks just uh, really lasted a long time. But uh, uh, it was nice to lay down on my bed and just be like, not wake up at 6 in the morning and be like, all right, I got to go hit the cold tub and the ice tub to start the body going. So I, I laid down flat, got all the extra pillows stuffed up between my shoulders and stuff. I was like, I'm going to sleep in today. <laughs> uh, yeah, good for you. Good for you. What, what, all right, so, you know, I always know there's that transition. Like, I don't even know if you know, but I played quarterback in the NFL, too, and, and grew up around it. But, like, receiver going from college to the NFL, there's a big adjustment. And, of course, there's more plays, and you're lined up in different areas. And, of course, like you said, the talent. You had Cooper Cup there, right, who's the ultimate professional. What were – give us some, like, tricks he gave you when you got to the NFL. You go, oh, man, I never did that or, or kind of showed you the way. His ability to make everything fearless as a receiver, everything wants to be a go ball. But then, and especially in our offense, um, just his option, he works on a triple stick of going uh, left, right, left, or right, left, right, right. And just depending on which way it goes. And that was kind of like the base that he was like, hey, this is kind of where I start and everything goes from there. So this is where I, I know I can do this move in my in my release at the top of the route for this route. And just that now it's like, okay, now how do I marry every single route together? With so boom, boom, movements. boom, go route. Boom, 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 slant route. Yep. And he just boom, 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 out route now. Right. Boom, 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 in route. And then especially like in our option routes and stuff like that. And it just made everything like, oh, I can 
my my foundation allowed everything to kind of take off. And then as the week goes on, Coach McVay and Matthew Stafford, they're just dialing up the best stuff they could. So then it's like, okay, now it's like, what do you want to do? What do you excel at? So then yeah. it was so fun. Yeah, that's you got amazing. a great way about you. And I noticed it when we talked on the phone after that Colts game. We talking earlier. It felt like forever ago. What makes you mad? I get the impression you never get mad. I, I haven't seen you mad yet either. You're right. Uh, yeah, my losing, You're... losing. Either my my brothers for sure know how to press every single button. I got uh-huh. my older brothers. That's one thing that they excel at. <laughs> so, like after the Lions playoff game, instead of getting consolation from them, they started looking for ways to give you a little. Uh, a little business here or there? Yeah, 100%. Whenever there's a bad play or something that they thought was uh, only like semi-good, they make sure to find a way to They're like, hey, I could have done that better. You remember when I did this like that? <laughs> so so, like wait, how that. many brothers do you have? I have five brothers. And where do you fit? I'm the second youngest. I have one younger brother. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you went through hell. Yeah, exactly. And still go through hell. <laughs> My little brother, yeah, he's going through it. <laughs> All right, so I know you're going to be here for Pepsi, and we're, we want to hear your pitch here in a minute because, I mean, you're rookie of the year, all that type of stuff. We'll see how you are as a salesman. <laughs> yeah, you can't get a second chain right. if you don't yeah, uh, you gotta, Pepsi. Yeah, yeah you got you to please Pepsi. But I do want to ask you, like, your moment this year in the NFL. One guy. Give me one guy either that you, you know, played against or, like, on the defensive side or even on the other team's offense that you were just like, holy crap, I can't get over I didn't know that guy was that good or that, made or you that say big wow. or just yeah. made you say made wow you say in wow. general. Um, Demarcus Lawrence was the, the DN for the Cowboys. Yep, the Cowboys. We, we do a lot of crack toss stuff, and I, I was involved you were in like, the run oh, game. He's big. Oh, my right? gosh. The coach <laughs> His like, shoulders yeah, are like. <laughs> coach is like, yeah, you can go out <laughs> yeah. there and get that one block done. Who can? I'm like, yeah, coach. And then we glide up, and I'm like. Why did he? Why did he grow seven more inches? What the heck? And then I went to go hit the block, and it's like in slow motion. I can remember so vividly. He grabbed both my wrists, like left hand, right hand, grabbed both my wrists and threw me like a rag doll you five no yards. Control. And then it was a six yard loss, and I just remember like. Coach is gonna kill me. I'm yeah. so that was that was not how that player was supposed to get drawn up. So <laughs> I saw him at the pro, but I had to let him know because I was like, I don't know if you remember. That's probably an everyday play for you, but I was like, I pride myself in blocking. You threw me like I was a little kid. Right. <laughs> what did he say? He was like, Oh yeah, I don't really remember that. I was yeah. like, Oh man, that yeah. makes me feel worse. He had, had a six yard tackle. Wasn't for even loss, a special too. moment <laughs> yeah, for him. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Right. Give us your Pepsi pitch. Now it's time. Go. Pepsi pitch. I love uh, my wild cherry over here, but also it's your boy Puka Nakua over here, and I'm excited. I love C.J. Stroud, but also I think a wide receiver. It's the new era of catching the ball and being yeah. able to score touchdowns. I don't know if C.J. That little. The, that, I don't know how good I could do that yeah. dance, but I think I could drink some Pepsi drinks and uh, show love to a lot of the fans. So thank you. And no, you and C.J. are up good for job. the Pepsi Zero Sugar NFL Rookie of the Year. Yes, sir. When do they When do they announce that? Is it today? Tomorrow? coming up, isn't it? I don't know, but it's going to be Puka Nakua, so it doesn't okay. matter. Okay, <laughs> matter when, right? Just send me the trophy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, so you're, you you could do the cherry the cherry Pepsi and all that. I'm oh, a yeah. classic guy, right? I love Pepsi. Right? I'm a Pepsi product guy. I'm not even saying that because they're here. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, I, I'm the cherry for Just sure. don't show them what. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I'm a Mountain Dew guy. I like all that. Yeah. <laughs> Code Red goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you're the man. All right, hey, Puka, congratulations so much. It's great to finally meet you, and we've been watching you all year long. We look forward to seeing what you become. We're very proud of you, even though we're not related to you and we don't know you. We just feel like we're on your side 100%. It's been great to talk to you, and we wish you all the best. Way to go, Fat and Chubby. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back with more right after this. All right, next guest, a two-time NCAA National Football Champion and two-time winner of the prestigious John Mackey Award that goes to the best tight end in the country. He is Georgia tight end Brock Bowers. Brock, welcome. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for having me. Brock Bowers is one of the few people that comes into college football, and as a freshman you go, he shouldn't have to stay three years, right? We still talk about that every now yep. and then, right, where there's a player that you like, 
were like ready to go, Mr. Big Time Guy, right from the start. And I just want to tell you how impressed I was with your career. Like you were one of those guys that popped the second I watched TV. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. yeah. Right. Where the hell do you get all this talent? Who is it? Who's in your family? Is the mom the beast? Is the dad the beast? Who is it? <laughs> that's actually a, that's actually an argument between my parents. Um, they both played college sports. My dad played college football. My mom played college softball. But uh, my mom always likes to say I got my athleticism from. From her side, so right. uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Always, it's always an argument. So go, go with the mom, go yeah. with mom, yeah. the hell yeah. with dad. <laughs> what was the point, Brock, when you were growing up where you were like, okay, I got something special too? Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I always kind of, there's always kind of like this doubt, and I just kept working, and um, I mean, it just kind of just tried to be the best, and I mean, just ended up, uh, just ended up kept working, it worked out for me. Georgia, like, what else was in the running between Georgia? Where were you down to when you were making these type of decisions a few years ago? Uh, I mean, I was down to a couple schools. I mean, Washington, Notre Dame, um, maybe yeah. UCLA was included in there. But um, just kind of after looking at my options, and um, I want to play with the best and be on a winning team. So, I mean, I just won, I just decided Georgia. Yeah, well, you picked yeah. the right one. Yeah. I mean, first off, let me just say this one more time. The fact that you guys weren't in the Final Four this year is one of the dumbest things in American <laughs> sports history. It really is. I mean, you dominated college football for three years, and you lose yeah. one game, and they go, no, you can't get in the Final Four. All right, I had to say yeah. that. Either way. Yeah. Let him say what he has to say about okay, it. He's getting yeah, ready to say something. Oh, what no, do you think? Come ahead. on, go it, ahead. You're, not, you're not in the NCAA so, so, anymore. Screw them. <laughs> so, sometimes, yes. We, just, we can't give him any excuse to leave him out. I mean, we just kind of sold it at the end, and it happens. Yeah. All right, so back to Georgia, though. You're a freak. You got all these other freaks growing on trees there. Mm-hmm. Give me, like... The top two freakiest guys through your time in Georgia, right? Offense, defense, I don't care mm-hmm. who it was. Give me, give me the ones that pop right to your head. Uh, definitely Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker, yeah. Huh? Going, to get, going against him my freshman year, I first got there. Just a little freshman me, I was skinny. And uh, he was on the other side of the ball doing in the six tech and just banging on it. It was awful. And right. he, he was the freakiest <laughs> dude I think I've seen come through there. That's right. All right. Yeah. So he was number one. Who's number two? Who's like coming up there, you know, right behind him? Number two, yeah, uh, it's hard to say. I mean, Darnell's up there just because his freakish size, and he was out there hurdling people. Right, uh, Darnell Washington, yeah, right. our other tight end. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. he's gigantic. Yeah, I let's flip it around to guys you've seen when you're out there between the lines taking on someone else. Give us a guy that you played against that made you say, "Wow." Uh, I think two guys that really stand out is Will Anderson and Aiden Hutchinson. Um, they were both dudes that were just like big out the ball like that, like just. As soon as the ball was snapped, they'd be right in your face. So, I mean, they were, they were two freaky athletes, too. Yeah. You you grew up in the Napa Valley area, right? Oh, yeah. Napa, so, are you Napa a Niners fan or um, a Raiders yeah, all, fan? All my family's Nap, uh, Niners fans. So, uh, yeah, kind of kind of Niners. So, you'll be rooting for them this week? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. And then, you know, you got a little George Kittle about you, right? <laughs> who's your... Who's your guy that you kind of look at in the NFL and go, ooh, I want my game to be like him? I mean, I know you want to be better than him, but, you know, who do you model yourself after? I mean, I love watching uh, Kittle. Uh, I love watching Kelsey. Those are the two, two of the main guys. I mean, they're both playing this weekend, so I'm excited yeah. to watch that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, those are the two main guys I've tried to model my game after. Yeah. Is there a team that you're eyeballing for your future in the NFL? I know you can't control it, but if you could, where would you want to go? Whoever wants to take me. I mean, I'd. I'd, it's hard to say. I'd, I'd love to go to. Um, he wants the Niners to get yeah. rid of Kittle, and then he wants to go to the 49ers. <laughs> I'd be all right. Let him say it. I mean, let I'd, him say it. I'd be all right with going to the, the Tennessee Titans. I mean, I liked it down really? in, in the Georgia yeah. Tennessee area. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought it was cool, but uh, yeah, that'd be a cool spot to yeah. be. Yeah, you hear that, Titans? It's a good you hear spot. that, Titans? I've get ready, Titans. I played in Tennessee for two years. It's a great football town. It's only getting better. So yeah. I hear you there. It's a great place to live, too. Yeah. That'd mm-hmm. be cool to do. All right, so you had the, the injury at the end of your year, right? Mm-hmm. 
you missed the SEC championship game. If I oh no, you played the yeah, SEC right. championship. You missed the uh, bowl game. Yeah. Where are we at? We feeling good? We're on total combine mode right now? Yeah, we're a lot better. Um, full speed going. Uh, just getting after it training-wise. And, um, yeah, just got it all healed up and ready to rock. And yeah. training-wise means you're doing all that crap that they make you do in Indianapolis <laughs> where you got to do touch your toes and run and cone drill and this, that. And you're doing all those things so you can get the best possible times? Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm just working with the XOs, doing whatever they tell me to do, and hopefully hopefully it comes out to a good result. Yeah, you, you like, uh, have, like, some – some numbers in mind yet because we're going to see you with the combine uh-huh. we're going to be there and i'm going to you probably your, won't want to talk to us i'm going to grill your ass when you get there again <laughs> just so you know we're going to make sure you're in shape properly too but uh-huh. like you got are you do you expect to run a four five in the 40 i mean are, are you expecting that i know i don't want to put pressure on you but yeah i mean it's hard to say i mean I'd, the low four sixes four five ish you think you're going to be in those ranges we'll see yeah we'll see, we'll see I guess. all right yeah. you're so humble you yeah. look at this freaking <laughs> we'll nature humble guy over here <laughs> let me ask you about somebody else then kirby smart your head coach how do you think he would fare if he would make the jump to the nfl at some point um i mean i don't know if that he, he always says how much he loves athens and how much he wants to stay there because that's all modern that's that's um, what he wants to be at. It seems like, but I mean, I think he, I think he'd do great. I mean, he's just, he's just a winner. He's a, he's a, he's a tough coach, but he, he loves you. And um, I mean, yeah, he's, he's awesome. It's funny. He's a tough coach. He's got some saving about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he talks tougher on the microphone than maybe even saving. And I don't mean I'm not even trying to be funny. Yeah. But can you joke with him at all? Like, is he? Can you have fun with Kirby? Like, sometimes you see the Bama players making fun of Nick Saban, and yeah. he can like it, Kirby. Sometimes I feel like wouldn't be like he's he's the general. He doesn't want that. Yeah, you know. Sometimes we kind of try to stray, stray away from that. Right. But, um, <laughs> it depends on the moment. Like, if we're in practice and he's yelling at somebody, you don't you don't want to be like yeah. in his eyesight because he'll jump right on you. But, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends on the moment. I feel like. You What's the worst you've in. gotten from him? <laughs> I think it was my freshman year. I'm I. Uh, we were going with this one coverage, and I, I missed it during the game. We were going through corrections, and I missed it again. And he, he just jumped in me bad on the loud mic, on the loudspeaker, over the whole indoor. It was, it was pretty funny, like, looking back on it. So when you do a walkthrough or a practice, he has a mic? Oh, yeah, he's, he's walking around the practice field with the mic. Um, just, I mean, you'll be on the opposite field, and he'll, he'll call out your name, and you'll be like, What? Is God talking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yes, it is God. As far as they're uh, concerned, yes. Football, it yes. is God. God can't help you now. <laughs> uh, give us your auto pitch. Uh, I mean, going to the NFL, I'm going to be pretty busy. And, uh, I mean, they're just going to help me. Probably first purchase is going to be a car. So, I mean, they're just going to help me out um, streamlining that process and uh, making it easy for me so I can just spend most of my time focusing on uh, training and getting ready for the for the um, season. So, they're just making, making buying cars easy. Man, that's he's that's so good. focused. Well he doesn't even want to think about the cars. He just wants Auto Trader to get them lined <laughs> just, up just for Just have him show up. I like That's, that's laser focus right there. I like that, man. I really yeah. do. All right, well, Brock, we wish you all the best. We will see you in Indianapolis unless you see us first and run the other way, which you very well might do. Brock Bowers, Georgia tight end, on his way to the NFL. We'll be back with more from the Super Bowl right after this. Is there such a thing as a traveler, not a Delta? Because we know on one flight, Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. While on the flight after, 8C is occupied by Jen, whose favorite snack is tea. That's why we provide fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members. Because at Delta, we know. Refill? Everyone flies their own way. Delta. Keep climbing. Free Wi-Fi available on most domestic flights. Terms of use apply. When something happens to your car, you might say... No! 
But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Penix surveys the scene. Right up the gut. Touchdown! Love it. Little three-quarter release. Penix Jr.'s got a lot of different launch points. He can throw off the back foot on the run. It's just too much for, for Michigan State to handle right now. There he is, way back in September against Michigan State. A game that Chris Sims called. That was me talking. That was you? I mean, geez, to know your friends. That was what you? What are you doing? That's Look at you? That. They let you do that, that? They let me do that. They let me kiss Michael his butt for Penix three and a half hours. Jr. Michael Penix Jr. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm great. How about you? Did you know you're at a table of all lefties? That's crazy. Three lefties. All three lefties. Right? That's, that's We're amazing, a dying breed, man. a quarterback. you got to save us yes, right sir. now, man. Yes, sir. I you got, got you. to. <laughs> who? Go ahead. All right, I was going to say, who do you model your game? Like, who's your – Who's your? Like, there's only Tua in football right now. All right. Is there any other lefties you model your game after, or do you just go the hell with the lefty thing and I like other quarterbacks? Yeah, Um. growing up, I was a Mike Vick fan. Oh, yeah, you know, I so, hear that. Uh, that. That was the lefty that, you know, I, I was modeling my game after, you know, but now, you know um, – I'm, I'm watching everybody. You yeah. know, I'm trying to steal stuff all the time. I got you. Yeah, Mike could throw that thing, man. I played nah, against yeah. Mike. He had a, a, a rocket for an arm. <laughs> At what point growing up, Michael, did you realize I can throw this thing pretty well too? Um, I was real young. Uh, my my parents they told me they told me stories before, like me being like three years old throwing a football over the house, like. Like little small footballs over the house, you know. But um, at the age of 10, that's when I started playing quarterback. And it was like nobody else on the team could throw the ball. And for some reason, I don't know why, but I was able to throw it really far. And um, I got put into that position. But, you know, I, I would say I, I realized my talent, you know, maybe my, like my junior year of high school. Yes, that was when you knew. That's yeah. when I knew. I was you like, okay, like I'm, okay, I'm in a different level than a lot of these other guys I'm playing in high school football right. and whatever else. Right. And a lot of it's going to come naturally, but what part of it do you have to work on the most? Uh, mainly mechanics. You know, that's that's why I say junior year because before then I didn't really have me- the mechanics. You know, I was just going off a of raw talent. And um, you know, I I met my uh, first quarterback coach my freshman year, and uh, by the time my junior year came around, I was I was I was feeling like I had a pretty good throwing motion, and you know, I felt smooth throwing the ball. You got to stay on top of mechanics. Like you're a talented natural thrower, right? Right. I I was too. And you can get into bad habits when you're like that, too, because you're just like, well, I can throw it here, I can throw it there, right. and then you don't become the machine. Who do, you, who do you work with? How do you stay on top of yourself, you know, yeah. as far as mechanics are concerned? Yeah, so uh, throughout my high school career, I was always working with um, a guy named Chip Bennett and uh, his son, C.J. Bennett. I worked with uh, John Kaleo and Robert Marv as well, you know, throughout high school. But uh, as, I, as I've been my last two years in college, you know, I've been working with John Beck. At 3D QB, oh, yeah. and, uh, that's who no I'm training job. with now for the draft, and uh, he, he's been amazing. He's been uh, helping me out with a lot of things, you know that you know I, I didn't know about 
the mechanic wise in, right. in the NFL and like and just a quarterback in in, in general. So. Right. What what's the thing you have to stay on top of? Like what's the what's the kryptonite where you always have to go? Oh, I got to remind myself to do that because sometimes I get sloppy with that. Like with me. I didn't always keep my front shoulder in, right? Uh-huh. So I'd, uh, I'd be a little just too army and might be wide open. That's exactly, that's exactly what you? I was. Yeah, um, just keep my front shoulder in, you know, right. and not, not losing, losing my power. Your power and your torque, right? Right, right. Yeah, my torque. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be at the scouting combine before you know it. What are you planning to do there by way of workouts? Have you made decisions yet? Um, I, haven't, I haven't thrown it down yet, you know, but um, I, I would definitely be throwing. I know that for sure. You know, I'll, I'll be doing some other events as well, you know, but I'm not sure exactly what all I'll do yet. You, uh, I got a bone to pick with you. What's that? I mean, what, what do you, why'd you do that to my Longhorns? <laughs> what the hell? Like, hey, what man. the hell? Hey man, Horns oh. down, baby. I mean, Horns damn. down. Then you got your guys and your team disrespecting our fans in the corner of the end zone. <laughs> what the hell is this crap out here? Hey, man, it, it was a great game. Tell us, yeah, tell us about your experience all, all together, the final four, right? Yeah. Just being a part of that, the spectacle. Let us, let us in on that. Man, it was amazing. You know, it was a blessing to be in that position. You know, um, to be able to get there, we had to beat a, a very good Oregon team twice, you know, and um, they, they definitely were a really good team, you know, and you know, we we were looked at as underdogs. You know, going right. into uh, the championship game, but to be able to uh, win the last Pac-12 championship, you know, bring it back to UW. You know, it was, it was an amazing experience, and then you know, uh, being in the playoffs, it was, it was amazing. You know, uh, just seeing the the amount, just the amount of love and like support you get from just uh, everybody that's right. involved. You know, right. on the outside, and you know how much it, it takes to you know make something like that. You know, happened. It, it was definitely uh, amazing to be a part of. Yeah, it was cool, man. Michael, we were all impressed by your ability and your will and desire to keep going at the end of the national championship game. You were clearly bothered by something. You kept right. reaching at your flag. What I mean, what we were just curious. What what was what was going on? What was the injury? Yeah, um, what well, it really wasn't no injury. Like I guess because uh, an accumulation of ass you know, beating, but, um, maybe is what it was, right? Like getting yeah, hit a maybe, lot. Maybe uh, beating Texas too much. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but no, it was it was like a, uh, like a real contusion, um, like just a little rib bruise. You know, it was nothing that that showed up on any MRIs or X-rays and stuff like that. You know, so um, I was blessed to be able to. Uh, to be healthy right now, you know, yeah. and to be able to be training right now. So, was there ever a point in that game where you considered enough? Like, I just that's it. Throw in the towel. I'm going to get off the field. This hurts too much. It's nah. we're not going to come back. Why? No, why sir. didn't you do that? I, I've been out too long. I've been out too much throughout my career. You know, um, my career has been cut short, many four seasons in a row, and I um, I couldn't let my last college game uh, go out like that. You know, so I was going to do whatever I could to make sure I stayed on that field. Just tell him, be like, because I'm a tough mofo. That's why I didn't come out of the game. <laughs> well, I was giving you a chance yeah, to yeah, say no. it. Now, you, you, uh, you are. Like, that, that's the big thing about you, right? I mean, we're going to see you at the Combine. We'll be there. But are you, like, I all year was like, I don't understand why Penix is not in the Drake May and Caleb Williams conversation. I said that on the game I did of the years. I did not get that. You know, but it all seems to, with my NFL friends and everybody I know around the league, it's all about your past injuries, right? Yeah. Are you ready so. for how much they're going to pull you and prod you and you're going to be x-rayed every joint and all that crap that you're going to have to deal with here in a few weeks? Yeah, I'm ready for it all. You know, uh, I met with Dr. Elitrosh. You know, he, he did some uh, – I did MRI scans and stuff with him. And, you know, he gave me the uh, thumbs up and said that I, I look good and good. Uh, very healthy. So. At that point, you know, um, I, I, it's all out of my control yes. from that point. So. You're just going to have to fight this and talk to people and make sure they feel comf- confident exactly. with you and all that, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Give us one guy you played against at any point in your college career that made you say, wow. 
the Murphy kid from Texas, uh, the D, the D tackle number yeah. ninety. He, he was really He's good. A beast. Yeah, he he was really good. Right. I'm not gonna lie. What yeah. about him impressed you? What Man, was it? Uh, just his motor and um, just. He, he was back there by me he too much. He was up in your face a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. He was back there by me too much. But um, I remember early in the game, you know, uh, earlier in that game, you know, he he got to me like maybe like two times in a drive and, you know, just talking to my offensive line, you know, which is the best offensive line in, in the country this yeah. year, you know, winning the Joe Moore. So, um, man, I, I was super blessed to have those guys. So I'm in the huddle. I'm like, hey, this can't keep happening. Yeah, what's those going guys on are here? Like, right. My offensive line, man, they responded very well, you know, like they always do. And they're like, hey, you won't get touched again, you know, and, you know, I never got touched again. I didn't see him back there for the rest of the game, you know. But um, that, that just speaks volumes to my offensive line. The guys I had around me protecting me, uh, super blessed to be able to have them. So. Who, who's who's the – go ahead. Yeah, I didn't mean to – No, I don't have anything. Go All ahead. Right. I mean, did, I have something, but I was waiting okay. for you to go. Uh, did you – who's the guy, like, you're, you know, you're excited to see in the NFL? Like, who's that guy you're like, damn, I can't wait to be on the field with him and see what it looks like? I said Lamar Jackson. Yeah, for sure. right. You know, man, he's – Crazy, yeah. freakish athlete, yeah. but also a very good quarterback. So. Right. Yeah, he's got it all, man. Detroit, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's I like I said, I saw Michael Vick. It's it's a lot like that, and it's like wow, a right. lot, a lot. Back yes, to the lefty thing that we talked about earlier. I feel like the world discriminates against left-handed people. Seriously. Give me some of the inconveniences you've experienced in your life trying to manage the world as a lefty. Um, not much to be honest. You know, I hear some things. You know. Lefties, they throw it weird and stuff like that, you know, but um, all that stuff is out of my control. All I can do is listen to my quarterback coach and make sure my mechanics are what it's supposed to be. And um, I feel like I throw a very good ball. And You do. And um, a lot of that stuff is out of my control. Well, so. you're here for Sharpie, right? So Sharpie, the good thing for lefties is, is it doesn't bleed. So you won't you get drag. it all over your hand when exactly. you drag across, right? Because that's where we're challenged in the world. Exactly, right? man. Yeah. So, um, so you're a damn good quarterback, but I don't know about salesman yet, and we're going to see what you got. So it's time to go. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> like you just said, man, Sharpie is no, no smear, no smudge, no bleed. You know, um, you know, that's the biggest thing about it. You know, as a lefty, like you said, you know, not having the ink on my pen and stuff right. like that. I mean, I'm super blessed to be able to be partnered with them and uh, with this high-performance high pen, the SGL pen. You know, which I'll be signing my NFL contracts with. Ooh, and, uh, lots of zeros on that one. <laughs> yeah, man, but uh, I'm, I'm super excited. You know, I'm super excited for this partnership, and uh, I'm blessed to be a part of it. And, you know, I'm definitely will be, I definitely will be using this throughout my uh, career. I'll be using it, too. I'll be using it, too. I'm, I'm big. I'm, I'm into my pens. So, Sharpie, I got them everywhere, right? You should see it. He, he doesn't type anything. That notebook. He's got I, notebooks it's everywhere. All I do. It's I like 1952 I with him. I, I got all notes. he does is write. I got notes on all he does you. Is write. I got it all in there. <laughs> I got it all. So, um, speaking of zeros, how and you you were part of college football before and after NIL, right? How different once the NIL thing happened? It, it is different in a lot of ways, you know. Um, like the whole transfer portal thing, you know, for me. You know, uh, whenever I was going through it, you know, it, it wasn't about the NIL stuff for me, you know, but um, it, it was about finding a place where I can get the best opportunity to, you know, help myself be in the best position to, you know, be successful throughout my career. So, um, but, it, it, I mean, you see it now sometimes, you know, some guys are going based on NIL and stuff like that, you know, but I can't fault anybody, you know, for their decisions and uh, what they feel is best for their future, you know, but um, I, I feel like the whole NIL thing is a blessing, though, because I feel like, you know, for a long time, you know, college players should have been uh, getting paid for, for playing. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's super excited to be able to see that happening now. So. Transfer portal, too. 
you should be able to go wherever you want to go. Coaches go wherever they want to go. Right. People can go. People change jobs all the time. Right. If they're not going to pay you, they should at least let you go where you think you're going to have your best opportunity to play and get yourself ready for when you do get paid. Exactly. You know that's true, and uh, that's that's definitely like the uh, situation I was in. You know, and um, yeah, and then I, I like how they opened up the transfer portal thing. You could play now, you know, right away because like. You see it a lot, you know, with uh, college football coaches, you know, getting uh, new jobs, you know, or getting fired and stuff like that. And then you're, you're you might get put in a bad position, you know, so uh, it's for, for the transfer portal to be able to be open now and to where you can transfer and play. You know, I feel like it, it is a good thing. Yeah. Um, all right. So you didn't like the senior bowl thing real quick. Just last one. Right. Like I, we were here. We're, we're we think you're, those are the right decisions. But tell us about, because I don't care about you didn't play in the game. you got to do what's right for Michael Penix Jr. Tell us about the week, though. Like, what was the most eye-opening thing about the Senior Bowl week? You know, you got to see players. Yeah, you got yeah. to learn some NFL offenses. How did that kind of go? The biggest thing, you know, I, I feel like just competing at a high level. You know, you just got all the, all the top guys from their schools, you know, um, at, at each position, you know, out there, you know, competing at a high level, you know, showing, showing how, how bad they want to be great, you know, and that was a, a blessing. And also being able to – Go through uh, sort of the interview process with uh, different teams and uh, stuff like that. You know, it, it was great to be able to uh, be a part of that and, you know, um, kind of get a taste of that. So it was good. Yeah, cool, man. Cool. Coming soon to the National Football League with his Sharpie gig in tow. Lefty, Michael baby. Penix Jr. Doing it for all the lefties all out the there. All the lefties out there. Thanks, You're Michael. Our guy. Yes, sir. I appreciate right. it. We'll be back save with us. more from the Super sir, Bowl right you. after this. Is there such a thing as a traveler, not a Delta? Because we know on one flight, Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. While on the flight after, 8C is occupied by Jen, whose favorite snack is tea. That's why we provide fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members. Because at Delta, we know. Refill? Everyone flies their own way. Delta. Keep climbing. Free Wi-Fi available on most domestic flights. Terms of use apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 